0: Welcome to the Nerdaplexy Movie Review Show mini-episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movies we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. Today is also the ninth meeting of the Nerdaplexy comic book Book of the Month Club! Yeah. My name is Reed, and with me today we have...
1: Sam. And Dave. Dunk. And Egg. So let's
0: dive in. I'm wondering because that the story is basically the same story as um, A Knight's Tale. So I'm wondering if that is just a story in the Canterbury Tales, if that is one of the Canterbury Tales, the story of a hedge knight entering the contest and winning. Now, I'm sure it probably didn't go exactly like this, but something of that nature. With, with the brains, we'll get into that. There's all kinds of tales. I had to memorize one at one point. I don't know now. Anyhow, school failed us. Wow. I was acting class, but uh, that also failed me. (laughs) Do you know what also failed us collectively as um, a society? Samaritan.
1: Yeah, it did. (laughs) It it really let me down. Do you have, like, an elevator pitch for how it could have gone good? I have one. Um, Like you had said, if they would have fleshed out the opening story to make why... Samaritan and Nemesis wanted to kill each other and made that, like, episode one of this. They could have made it a a, a good show. Just a long elevator, baby. Here's my
0: elevator pitch. Two Stallones. Two Stallones. You can never go wrong with two Stallones. Dual Stallones. Ding, ding, doors open, my millions of doll hairs. It's so easy. Why Why isn't this a, a Stallone Twins? Why isn't also fucking Samaritan actually alive and is now the bad guy because he's all like disfigured and scarred up and he's become evil? Fucking stupid. Easy. That's a fucking layout. That's cool. Yeah, That that's way easier. Let me add to that.
2: So you have the Joe Smith character is... Now, uh, I mean, all of the this nemesis guy or this nemesis fan, Cyrus, he goes and gets all the nemesis crap out of lockup. He starts his his nonsense and Joe Smith comes out of retirement as Samaritan to bust all that up. And you find out much later, oh, yeah, I'm not really Samaritan. I'm I was nemesis, but after a certain time I decided I could take up the mantle and, and turn this thing for good. What because
0: then it makes it not the fucking kid's idea. Because it's so much better if the kid is discovering it, if he sees him like doing some Samaritan. As opposed to fucking whooping children,
2: right? Doing a Samaritan thing, dressed as Samaritan, doing the, the whole nine, like Samaritan's back. Everybody in the, in town knows Samaritan's back, and so they're on their p's and q's, you know. And then you find out much later the Samaritan that's back is Nemesis. Way cooler
0: movie. You the cold open. The cold open should be Cyrus stealing the Nemesis shit. Like, we don't need to know that he, like, got these bombs. They're so obsessed with these fucking bombs.
2: Yeah, I get a VFX team, and they're like, this is the cool thing we can do. I've got this black mist idea, okay?
0: We've got this bomb explosion. Can we make the movie about this dope explosion? Stupid. Yeah, it, it could have
2: been so much cooler.
0: I mean, you got Stallone, and, like, there were parts that were transcendent. Like, oh, shit, wow, that's cool. And then the rest of it was just hot trash garbage. A
2: lot of the action, a lot of the stuff you w- the stuff you wouldn't have to lose had you made the story good. Right. I think if they would have made it a hard R rather than a PG thirteen, hard R helps certainly. Popping off a head. Here's the thing. He's out. He's out a Samaritan. He's doing his damnedest to to not kill people. Uh, somewhere midway through, he slips up and uses that ham, gets that hammer off of Cyrus and blows a head clean off. Like we said.
0: There you go. That that ties it all together.
2: Just that squelch. And then this is the this is the dismantling of Samaritan, right? Because now in the public eye, this is a TikTok. There's a thirty second clip of Samaritan smashing a melon. Blowing somebody's head off, yeah. Yeah, blowing somebody's head off. This is this your hero and all this stuff, and then it comes out that,
0: okay. This isn't even Samaritan. See, and then you can do Joe Smith. Then he can, at the very end of the movie, he has the hammer and he's been battling it like the fucking one ring. And then at the very last moment, he decides, he finally is like, you know what? No, fuck it. And he throws the hammer in the fire and the hammer is dead. And then he becomes Joe Smith and walks the fucking earth. And that's your second movie. Stupid, stupid idiots. The Kid. His real name is something extremely... He's got like a nickname, but they made sure. Yes, Javon Wana Walton. Let me see. Is he like? Is he like a a thing?
2: He's a he's a. a I mean, they wanted to uh, employ his boxing skills. That's what I remember reading in the trivia. So maybe that's something to do with his boxing name is Juana. Well, Javon, or was it Javon? Yeah, Javon. Javon.
0: Oh, maybe it's Jay Well, because it's J. Uh... J G- J A V O N and then his last name is Walton. j-wana Walton? Not I don't know. j-von Javon Wana Walton. Wana. Anyhow,
2: <laughs> we spent a lot of time trying to make sense of his nickname. I'm sure it has a completely different explanation. His IMDb page makes me upset. He's a kid. He's a kid. This they're never good to start. I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Well, no, Macaulay Culkin actually had a pretty good string. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. You you're right. don't don't look for child stars. <laughs> look for look for actors that started young. There's a big difference. Look at this boy.
0: Look at this man. The Whole screen disappeared. I feel like a fucking boomer. There we go. Look at this guy. Like the earliest look, roles look,
2: for like a Ryan Reynolds. You know he was like
0: look at a, look look at young Wana over here.
2: Ryan Reynolds was like dead guy in in a coffin on an X Files episode. <laughs> like yeah. There's a there's a ton of like I mean if you look at like I said non-child a- child stars but child actors that become stars they have a lot of whack credits to start their whole career so hopefully this guy digs himself out.
0: Ryan Reynolds is a uh, he's a Canadian, yeah? God bless
2: him. Okay. They film
0: a They film a lot of procedural paranormal shows in uh Canada.
2: He looks like a looks kind of like a like a Joffrey style like a you love to hate the the child.
0: He's walking that line between like street smart tough kid and just like you do like to see him get beat up by these bullies a little bit, you know what I mean? A little bit. It did make the movie a little bit more palatable that it was semi realistic. I have to say, when he gets his hand smashed with that hammer, that's I think that's the best part of the movie. That, oh, it was brutal. I didn't expect it. And yeah, it was it was awesome. It was certainly surprising. I was shocked. I yelled. An elicited response at least. I think our I think our workshop has much improved it. Amazon, you gotta get at us. Yeah. Call us up, man. I got I can spit these ideas all day. We could we could do you we could do you ten of these a month. Easy. <laughs> the Nerdoplexy
1: anthology series.
0: I, I'm here for it. Bro, I got notebooks on notebooks.
1: We just need money. We just need
0: stacks on stacks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: We just need anyone to know. The fact is, I can't come up with an original idea, but if you give me your bad idea, I can make it better. I bet, and for cheap,
0: <laughs> and for cheap, well, yeah. There's that. There's that.
2: So, um, yeah, I think we we did that one to death. It was a uh, it was a movie.
1: Yeah, it did. It did have that. It had opening credits. It had ending credits. Would you say it was the worst movie that you've watched in this in your in, it, since the start of Nerdoplexy? Not by far. I, I was not on a bunch of the first episodes, so... T- no, it's not even in the bottom eight. E- easily, no. That's cool.
2: Okay, so that, that, that has something for it. It had some production value. Yeah, it looked like it looked like a movie. There was like 35 minutes of it with, with special effects that, you know, would pass in a movie theater. The rest, not so much, but the parts that were good were good. The parts that were bad were really bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, something like Cemetery Man is basically unwatchable. I... L- I loved that movie. Yeah, I couldn't. Would never <laughs> put that on again.
2: It was an experience. <laughs> yeah, there's several, there's several these that I that would never hit the rotation. Not that Samaritan hits the rotation, but it's closer just for
0: having Sylvester Stallone in it. Maybe I don't know. I I wasn't straining against the movie. There have been movies that we've watched that like physically hurt my body to watch them.
2: I feel like the hour and a half for this time it flew exactly in an hour and a half amount of time.
1: Yes, it was. It was like room temperature. The movie, yeah. Little Nemo
2: is was an hour and a half. It took like it took me nineteen hours to watch it. I couldn't finish it.
0: Little Nemo was a trial.
2: I can only watch eleven minutes at a time.
0: Little Nemo was a trial, and it felt like it felt like forever. I will say that. But um, the only movie I had to actively stop watching was Cool World. I had to stop watching that several times and come back to it. I couldn't sit through it. It was uh, that was that movie was unbearable.
1: That's a rough one.
2: I'm not really even sure how to make that one cooler, so I take it back. <laughs> just don't ever have done it. <laughs> the spike of power was a bad idea. <laughs> we probably had better ideas at the time. I just can't hardly remember. Um, uh, anybody do anything cool, watch anything cool in the last several weeks?
0: Yo, I uh I'm really into both cyberpunk Edge Runners, the Netflix series, and also Cyberpunk, um, the game. The Cyberpunk show has really kind of blown up on Netflix recently. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's on right now? It's on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's 10 episodes. I have not seen it. I,
2: I binged the newest Cobra Kai season on Netflix, though, which is just a, like a fine wine. For all of uh, Karate Kid's many sins, Cobra Kai has been able to farm those three movies into a, a decent little run. I could take or leave the high school drama part, but I could I can tell why it's necessary.
1: Yeah, you need to, you
0: need to get you need to hook a couple of different kinds of fish.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, the, it brings in the angst right away. If, that's not my demo.
2: My demo is watching Billy Zabka fail to adjust to normal life.
0: I heard that there has there was just some stuff going on with that. I guess there's a spinoff that is in the, um, that is getting ready to get started here, but it does not have like the blessing of like the head writer or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, well, I don't know what the spinoff is called offhand, but they're doing, they're doing a Cobra Kai. Yeah. Is that a Cobra with a K
1: (sighs) missed opportunity? (laughs) Fucked up kids. They,
2: They were, they were trying to have some legitimacy in, in the original movie.
0: Uh, no, excuse me. I, I tell a lie. It's not a new series of spinoff. It's a there's a new Karate Kid movie, um, but it is it is un it's going to be unrelated to Cobra Kai. It would it would pretty much have to be. C-
2: Cobra Kai has has um, I mean in the last two seasons they've started digging into the I mean every movie is canon and they're digging into the Karate Kid three Terry Silver universe. The, the the best part about the show is that what it does is it takes all of the characters from movie one, two, and three, where during the first three movies none of them have ever had ever met, and they're putting them in scenes together essentially. Like chosen, who is the the big bad guy in number two, whenever they go to Okinawa, uh, it becomes like Daniel Aruso's bodyguard, and he gets to face off with Terry Silver, who's like a seven foot tall, gangly, scary man. <laughs> With a ponytail, it's worth mentioning.
1: Obviously, as you do. So, what I was, conf- I started Rings of Power. At, you had brought that up a little <laughs> bit ago. Speaking of the Spike of Power, it's 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 pretty good. Spike of Power. Spike of Power.
0: I I like. Uh, I'm sorry. I I, I do want to talk about that because uh, I'm with you. But real quick, um, my confusion: the Cobra Kai creators are are in fact working on a spinoff that is a. <laughs> it's a Ferris Bueller
2: spinoff. They're working on a Ferris Bueller spinoff.
0: Uh-huh. So they're trying to recreate
2: that whole thing. It's, it's a spinoff with Matthew Broderick.
0: They're trying to flesh out the Ferris... I think they're trying to fix it to make Ferris Bueller the villain. If they're fleshing out the universe, I guess. I, I have...
1: I, I, Everybody has
0: wanted them to do. <laughs> right. No, I mean... So it's a Jeffrey Jones
2: verse. Don't... <laughs> of all the people that have done bad things... Matthew Broderick have killed people? Um the the principal from Ferris Bueller is
1: sli- is slightly worse. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh that's bad. No, he's not good. Don't look him up. So, kind of a Oh my god, it's going to be the
0: the t- the the spin-off is going to be about the valets. That's pretty funny. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, they were car thieves, Richard Edson and Larry Flash Jenkins. I like it. See? We're back to the nicknames.
2: A nickname like Flash
0: is pretty cool. So here's the quote. Pretty cool. What's going on in their lives? They seem to be living a very different experience than Ferris, who lives in the ultimate suburbia. These guys get these guys get so they get so high. What may have led them to needing that car or wanting to take that car? When you begin to unravel all, all the threads, it sparks a <laughs> lot of ideas.
2: Their head is square up their own ass. <laughs> they get so high and watch the 80s-est of 80s movies, and they're like, I have a, a really weird idea for this.
0: It's going to be called Sam and Victor's Day Off.
2: Oh, no. no. That's my first and middle name.
0: Don't dox <laughs> me. That's, a- <laughs> That's-, <laughs> That's so
1: strange. Oh, my God.
0: They're going to be like... It's going to be a fucking... Oh, my God. It's going to be a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. They're going to, like, cross through different events. They're in Chicago. They've crossed paths on their journey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Some of those set pieces or locations that we saw through Ferris's eyes, perhaps we'll get to see to the eyes of the other characters.
2: <laughs> I like this a lot.
0: Absolute madmen! This is...
2: They're better than... I mean, the... If the Hollywood norm has been reboot 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 and then or if if before that it was sequel 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 now reboot 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 these guys have turned it on its ear to be part sequel part reboot part reimagining of the thing that already existed with the characters that were in the original like it's a continuation yes sequel yes but it's it's done through a completely different lens and I think that that is a pretty unique idea, and they're just kind of vibing really hard on that right now.
0: Right? They're just like, what's – what's the-? we have like it's." – I'm guessing someone who owns the rights to these was like, okay, we need a property. We need to use these rights or we're going to lose them. Give us anything. And the Ferris Bueller's people were like, you did a Cobra Kai. Give us anything. Watch a movie find secondary
2: and tertiary characters and then try to think of what they're doing now 30 years on.
0: <laughs> it's fucking buckwild. What's their life now? How often have they been divorced? <laughs> I have to imagine that that Cobra Kai got started because um they like they had the rights and they were like, "You know who we could get? We could get the we could get the kid who gets beat up, who, who... Billy's ab pretty easy to get." That's what I'm
2: saying. He's <laughs> the easy kid. I mean, the I'd like to think this isn't true, but I know that like it was a big bit in How I Met Your Mother where they're like, they uh, Barney Stinson character... Um, Neil Patrick Harris. The Neil Patrick Harris character is a huge fan of the Karate Kid, and he's talking about it, and he's like, well who's the karate kid to you and they're like well daniel larusso like no billy zabka's the karate kid because daniel larusso (laughs) is like a johnny come lately to karate literally knows nothing of karate at the very beginning of the movie he's been he's been practicing karate for like three weeks before the all valley championship billy zabka's life has been about karate he's like this this movie's about
1: him and here's why he is he is much more devoted than danny is Mm -hmm. exactly so you guys made fun of this show for the last twenty minutes. Is it worth watching? I, I haven't seen one second of it. Of Cobra Kai?
2: Yeah. Who's made fun of it? It's it's fantastic.
1: Oh. Oh okay. Oh. Is
2: it? It's worth watching then? I, absolutely. You should watch it if you like any if you like anything about Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid movies. You should rewatch the Karate Kid movies and watch <laughs> Cobra Kai.
1: I will do that.
0: <laughs> they fleshing out the verse. I love that. Um, speaking of fleshing out the 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 universes, rings of power.
1: Rings of power. Rings of power. Very good. Rings of power. Or as they say in Pittsburgh, uh, per- rings of power.
0: Power. Now. Power. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, pretty cool. It's I. What? It, it's a set um, like a in the second age. Whereas the Lord of the Rings movies are at the end of the third age. This is the, um, I guess part way most of the way through the second age is where this is.
1: Uh, yeah. It's it's cast really well. It's shot shot amazingly. Uh, you know, is. Who are the characters
0: in this one? Because right is first age. Is that would that be like the Hobbit? Uh, first age is like when, or the Silmarillion. That yeah, that's like the Silmarillion bullshit. Second age is is the stuff that they talk about. Like the end of it is the big war with Sauron.
2: Okay, so even third age is still encompasses Hobbit and Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, and that's like the end of the third age because this is after the the. It's basically the recovery. Um, after the first big war, and but this is also the start of all of the big, like the big bad characters are getting their start here. So Sauron, he's just popping off. Um, Galadriel, she's she's a fresh faced uh, uh, warrior lady that no one who, who can't get no respect. Um, Elrond, he's in this one. Pubbard Uh huh.
2: Tom Bombadil.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't think Tom Bombadil made a showing. But I wish maybe there's a mystery character. I don't think it's Tom Bombadil, but it could be. That'd be dope. But would they would they let him sing? Try and stop him.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not do that.
0: Uh, but yeah, it's it. There's a couple of different stories. There is an elf ranger and his human um, lover, and they're probably child. There's um, Galadriel and Elrond who are uh Gladriel is uh trying to get everybody pumped up to do a war uh, because she's uh she knows the orcs are out and about so she she's getting trying to get that started uh Elrond is building towers with um Durin I want to say no not Durin Durin maybe 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 uh but if you've played the Lord of the Rings game The Shadows of uh Mordor games, uh, Kelembror is in this one as well. Um, I think he he's the go- he's that hammer ghost. So um, lo- lots of like uh, lots of big names, uh, and then there is probably Gandalf and a little Hobbit uh, person, which is really fun, a little Hobbit uh, girl. Um, but people have really been stinking on this one and getting like down on it. But I really don't see it. People are saying, oh, the writing is terrible. I mean, it's it's fantasy mishmash that a bunch of writers came up with instead of an old man back in the 1900s. So, like, it's different, but it's all the same, like, general bullshit. Yeah.
2: Now, what if your only touch point is
1: uh, Lord of the G-Strings? I could see where you'd be upset about this reimagining. Yeah, this is like a reimagining of that, right? (laughs) Which, Which era is that? Is that the second or third? That's in the second age. That's before the end of the second age. That's actually... That's the 30th age because that's XXX, baby. (laughs)
0: Mm, Too good. Could have gone to the 69th age, would also have been acceptable.
2: 69th. I don't know the Roman numerals for that. No one does. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: like a thousand, right? Or 500, something like that. MX1V. LXIX is
2: 69. So. Can we start adding that to our branding? LXIX,
0: okay.
1: Nerdoplexy LXIX. LXIX? That'll be our clothing brand, yeah.
0: Oh, see, that's it that the merch. Yeah. Yeah, the merch. I guess it's time to. 420 is CDXX. Start the Shopify page. I know it's actually pretty cool. We we've been getting emails <laughs> nonstop about the Nerdoplexy mug, um, but they're just for us guys. You can't have them. So
2: so Nerdoplexy LXIX CDXX is will be 69. 420.
0: Pretty dope. I'm glad I'm glad we found Sam's hyperfixation for the episode. So is is dildo
2: Saggins does not make a an appearance
0: yet.
1: No, Dildo Saggins is not in this. Well, one. here's the thing. Yes. Do they do any time
0: jumping? Yeah, I we do not know that. There's a lot. There is a lot of miscellaneous uh, hobbits here that are called Harfoots for a fucking reason. Um, but they're they're like um, they are actually they do. There's they haven't gotten to it yet. So I'm hoping that the next episode is going to be like very um, hobbit heavy. Because they're doing, like, a hobbit purge where they just get brutal as fuck and they're on the caravan and if you fall behind, fuck you, you're absolutely done. Yeah, you're, you're dead. And they just leave your ass for the wolves
2: and shit. Dildo Sagan's a very good name, though. We can agree on that. <laughs> um, we can some agree. of these We're other
0: air. names... He could be one of the hobbits, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I don't know.
2: Some of these other names from Lord of the G-Strings, which I, I never actually viewed myself, but I just know it exists. Right. Sure, 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 sure. Horny is one of the names of the characters. Spam? Good one. Okay. Aeroporn? Uh-huh. Aeroporn is oh, good. Oh, that's good. That's
1: on the nose, though.
2: Uh, Alana Rhodes plays a character called Hyman Torn, which is oh, incredibly Jesus good. H. But then there's there's a Smirnoff, <laughs> nice. the wizard. There's a Benadryl. Okay. Literally Benadryl. Oh, no. I don't like that. Spelled exactly like Benadryl. There's... And, I didn't realize this. But they are throbits. Pa- pa- and uh Paige Richards plays a character called Horse Bank. Which actually is kind of confusing phonetically speaking. Uh if you don't know how it's spelled. It's spelled like whore spank, but it could very easily be a horse bank, like a bank that horses use. That's what I thought you said. I thought you said horse bank. Like a like I thought you said horse spank also. See? Uh, so many interpretations. I was thinking of the horse bank. You know, people say... A bank for horses. People say they're putting... Never mind. I'm putting that in my horse bank.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. It's when your spank bank is full of horses. No. <laughs> That's really bad.
1: Okay. Oh, Jesus.
0: Now we can go to commercial.
1: Nerd of Plexi Comic Book. of of the the Month month Club! Club. It's a book club for comic books!
2: Today's Comic Book Book of the Month Club is The Hedge Knight, which is a Game of Thrones story from publisher Jet City. Writers Ben Avery and George R.R. Martin, artist Mike S. Miller, published 2013. It opens up with Sir Arlen of Pennytree passing away and he is this he is what is called a hedge knight which is a knight that goes where wars are sides with the with whatever side they believe in the cause for and they fight with them and while being while doing that they get to eat well drink well and be well regarded by the families that they side with essentially and the who we follow is Dunk is a who was knighted by Sir Arlen um, but with no audience, so he kind of has a huge chip on his shoulder as a knight no one's heard of, and um, he's having to prove out uh, essentially that he is indeed a knight. And uh, what they, what another thing hedge knights do is they go to tournaments. So yeah, so Dunk Dunk adopts Sir Arlen's armor as his own, which is funny because. Sir Arlen is a, n- not a great big person, and Dunk is, like, seven foot tall and, and just like a monster of a man, an Aryx of a man, they often say. So he looks kind of hodgepodge,d and they are entering into a... Maybe I'm giving too much information. It's really not that important. But they're entering into a tournament on Castle Grounds for uh, some lady's birthday. They they do jousts, other such feats of strength.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, whole, it's a whole kit and caboodle. You- it's a whole thing. Yeah, so it's got Arlen and and Dunk at this point, but um, whoops, it ups. Arlen's dead. <laughs> he can't. He can't do shit. Dunk decides that he's like, you know, what? I could just like put all this stuff in the ground with him, or like, I could, I could, I could be him. So he's like, hey, fuck it, baby, I'm a knight.
1: He's the Dread Pirate Roberts.
0: Yeah, well, and especially because all, because Sir Arlen was a knight. I'm sure if Sir Arlen knew that he was gonna die, he'd be like, okay.
2: Uh, I mean, he, he said that he did knight him, but with no one around. And I tend to believe the character. They don't say that it's a lie necessarily, but usually you have to have some type of audience, someone to say, to vouch mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you were knighted. All it takes is a knight to knight someone, in, at least in this world.
0: Yeah, that's it. Just it, it, And he just died before he could tell anybody about it, basically. Instead of letting all his stuff go to waste, he got the horses, he got the armor, he got the sword. Uh he he takes it and he goes to the tournament at Ashford. And you know this is a Game of Thrones universe, uh, if we haven't mentioned, so you know these fucking horny boys love them attorney.
1: Yeah, yep. They love they love a joust, they love all this like gory stuff, like putting knives through eyes.
0: And and all all that business. The most of the story takes place at this tourney and it goes on for like multiple days. And it's really stupid because I just kept thinking,
2: oh, it's like a ren fair. It's like a ren fair. It's exactly like a ren fair, but like a hardcore ren fair.
1: Yeah, it's it's it is ren fest for sure. I dig it.
0: On the way, Duncan runs in. He stops at a stable. He he's buried the old man. He and he goes to an inn. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go do this thing, but first let's party it up. And I love this energy. He walks in there like, you want food or drink? And he's like, yep. Both, they're like, well, we've got lamb and duck, and he's like, which one do you want? Both, both. yeah, <laughs> it's great. There, is, there's like a commercial going around that this, this that is the same vibe, isn't there?
1: Porque no las dos. Is that it? Is that the commercial? Yeah, that. Why not both? I don't, I don't know. You don't know that? The, <laughs> I can't, por- I can't back that up. What's it for? I think it's for like Ortega, soft and crunchy shells, something like that. <laughs>
2: It's a rich vein Anyway.
0: just ask him
2: <laughs> the answer can be no so right, so he so he does all of his drinking and eating, he meets who he thinks is the stable boy, and uh you know he's he's very stern with with him, a little bald boy very odd looking and uh long story short, the boy wants to go with him to be his squire at the tournament. I mean, we don't give to give the whole story, right? I mean, there's in in the uh, in the in there's a there's a really drunk dude who's who's like talking about his dreams and saying that Dunk was in his dream. He had a dream that there was a a dragon, or he was fighting a dragon, or something along those lines.
0: Oh shit, that's the guy.
2: Yeah. So the the dude, he's a he's. We find out that well, okay. So we're going to this tournament. There's all of these kind of familiar names if you followed Game of Thrones at all, and you never read this. Uh, there's. Baratheon. There's Baratheons. There's Targaryens. Targaryen is on the throne at this point in time.
0: For your timeline's sake, uh, and uh, spoiler, no spoiler, uh, Egg is Aegon, who is the Grand Maester at the Wall. Yes. Or not the Grand Maester, the Maester that lives at the Wall. Or, the, the very, very old man. W- was he? Yeah, that's, Egg, that's Aegon. Because that's like what he tells Jon Snow after Jon Snow comes back to life or whatever. Or No, before he gets killed. He's like, hey... Everybody's got to do their business because, like, I was supposed to be king, and then I got stuck up here. No, that's
2: that's Amon. Amon, <laughs> I thought so too. Ed. no, because it that's a little it's a little too old because it takes place a hundred years before Game of Thrones.
0: Oh well, maybe he was telling a story. Maybe he was telling this fucking story. But he did tell a story about Egg. See, okay, I thought he was telling this story. See, I got a little, I was a little lost in the weeds. His 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 brother. I'm yeah, okay. Okay. Okay.
2: He he imagines a convers conversations with his late brother Egg before he passes away.
0: Oh. Okay. Okay. Now that's why I'm confused. So Eamon's older brother Aegon. I I have to say that I I let kind of all of the Game of Thronesness of this uh, comic kind of wash over me, like because there's lots of content, and if you're a big old Game of Thrones head, you're gonna love this shit. There's all like all the stuff's right. Everything looks pitch perfect. All the like the armor looks cool as hell for me I've been I've been out of the Game of Thrones game for a while now <laughs> and I was just like okay yeah like this is all cool I love this not today I'm just looking at the fun pictures I, I you know because I I kept getting confused by like they'd be like but that's that's Damon or whatever Balin and I'm like oh I'm sho- I'm shocked <laughs> yeah
2: I, I think that the, these are like fairly the characters that no one much knows even if you read Game of Thrones it's these aren't necessarily fleshed out characters. This is if you go on the, the Wikipedia page, they have like lineage and all this other stuff that you can look
1: at. But it takes place far enough before and far enough after the new Game of Thrones show, House of the Dragon. Yes. All this to say, obviously, we
2: really enjoyed this. I'm trying. I'm trying to give as much information while giving as little information as possible because I do think that it should be experienced if you're a Game of Thrones fan.
0: I, I could. I could agree with that. I mean, like, a, there's lots. There's lots of meat to chew. I, I read the. I read the books a long
2: time ago, and uh, they're really easy, like novellas, compared to the Game of Thrones, like proper books. They're like probably 150 pages, uh, and they go down pretty smooth. Like the writing is is really accessible. Um, which I think George R. R. Martin does a good job of, of really telling these telling these small stories while being kind of like using grandiose verbiage to expli- to describe everything that's there. What they're able to capture in this graphic novel is all of the the image of this tournament. It, it's it's so vivid and everything is you could tell it was clearly mapped out in the novella. The grounds and everything are just so. I mean, I, I think it was it's definitely a worthwhile read, and the the art is cool, the characters are cool. Like Reed had said, there's just enough like recog- name recognition to be had and enjoyed. It's, you know, like Lionel the Laughing Storm. He's a, he's a Baratheon. Uh, I'm not sure exactly uh, how related he is to the the uh, Robert Baratheon, but obviously distantly. But yeah, you meet a lot of Targaryens, some bad, some good, which is again. Kind of uh, the thing of Game of Thrones, right? Like every time a Targaryen's born, you know, God flips a coin or something, something like that. You know, whether or not they're going to be crazy assholes or completely normal, nice people.
0: Yeah, good mix of that of both styles here. It's it's nice to see because now at least there's more of them, so it's not exactly like a yes and no. There's there's shades even, which is interesting and also. One of the cool parts about House of the Dragon as well, you know, all, all those like machinations and shit like that. But let me ask you this. I previously I, I had never read the graphic novel uh, before this, but I did listen to the audio book of the Hedge Knight story as well, because there's two different versions. There is the novella and then there is this. And I but I listened to the audio book of the Hedge Knight and I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. So. This was a nice companion piece uh, to that.
2: Yeah, and it's all through the eyes of uh, this mild-mannered, very tall, very powerful Dunk character. (laughs) And literally his name is just Dunk, but people say, is that short for Duncan? And he's just like, yes, it is. Now it is. (laughs) That sounds like a real name.
0: (laughs) When Egg hits him with that, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Duncan, for sure, for sure. Uh, Duncan the Tall. Yeah,
2: yeah. So the the way the comic plays out, though, is is Dunk finds him himself at odds with the more evil bastard uh, Targaryen brother uh, at, you know, because he's he's hitting someone who's depicting dragons uh, in a way that he doesn't find favorable. Um, So so essentially there ultimately has to be a trial and it's a trial by combat combat and it's a combat of the the seven. Is that what it is? So it's so they have to have, like, seven people fight for him, seven people fight against him, and if he wins, he's innocent. If he loses, he, he's guilty, and he loses a hand or and a leg. But that is enough information without going too far. And his teeth.
0: The it's There's a real nice round-em-up where he has to go and try to, like, get people on the crew and stuff. And then a big battle, and there's lots of twists and turns. So if you haven't read it, yeah, I guess we'll... We'll keep some of the big twists and turns a secret. But uh, how did you guys think about uh, how did you guys think about how did you guys feel about the art uh, in this particular book?
1: I loved it. I liked the style of it the whole way through. I, I was in the world when I opened it up. It was like what I imagined it would look like. So,
2: yeah, it had a similar art style, I would say, to the Game of Thrones show in a way, you know, except maybe maybe it may be a more vibrant color. I was going to say it's like a more colorful which I which I think matches the the actual source material a lot better. If you read the Game of Thrones, they talk about all these bright colored people, and then pretty much the show is a lot more gray and dark. Uh
0: huh. They turn that gray filter up.
2: Yeah, it's because they're trying to give you that that yeah that extremely dark vibe. But doomy, gloomy. Yeah, but it can still be gloomy and colorful.
0: That's a, a contrast that I very much uh, enjoy. Uh, because something I do um, do a little side tangent here while we're in the Game of Thrones verse of it all, I'm really enjoying this recent turnabout because the the biggest crime, the biggest crime of morbid time, is that <laughs> Matt Smith did not get recognized because his his bad his character his villain is a very good bad guy. He he's having a renaissance. As a bad guy, he's a bad guy in um, One Night in Soho. He's a bad guy um, in in the Morbin classic, and he's um kind. Of, he's got a
1: that mighty Morbin power movie.
0: He's got big bad boy energy now in House of the Dragon, and I gotta say, it's a good look for him because he looks crazy. So it's good that he is. It, he makes a good villain.
2: I am a Matt Smith
0: fan. Gotta say, I've been. <sighs> I've been really toying with the idea of restarting Doctor Who from the beginning. How, how, which beginning? Like the 60s beginning? No.
1: Okay, so the Eccleston.
0: Curses. Curses. Yeah, Eccleston. Never never would I
1: ever. Uh, I, I, I did it. I got up to the Weeping Angels, and then my kids got too scared, so I couldn't keep watching. <laughs> that might be that. the Weeping
0: epi- The Weeping Angels episode of Doctor Who maybe like the, the one of the best hours of television
1: ever. Definitely.
0: Man, see no, 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 no. I gotta I gotta draw a line. I gotta finish Supernatural first. That's a good
1: call. You finish what you're watching.
2: I gotta finish uh Rock of Love before I can get back into all that. I restarted The Brett Michaels dating <laughs> reality show.
1: That that was the one that was the spin off of Flavor of Love for with Flavor Flav. I, I
2: think I think Rock of Love came first. I think that was like the
1: big... Yes. Like dating...
0: Flavor of Love is the spinoff, but it it became bigger than Rock of
1: Love. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not as well-versed in my VH1 history.
2: Because I think there's only two seasons of Rock of Love. Three seasons of Rock of Love, and they're all on the plex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For your viewing pleasure. No, okay, so Sam, I don't know how deep you are. in the uh, Have you watched through all of them? in the lore. Yeah.
2: I've I actually have never seen season 3 <laughs> of Rock of Love.
0: Is season 3 the the season where he hits his head?
2: And uh, it must be. I mean, he hit his head probably many times before season 1 and season 2. And that's kind of the <laughs> appeal of the show.
0: He got he got a big he got a big bad head injury on on like on a, at a show, right? Am I crazy? I I mean, I don't know. I think he was He walked out on stage and like he like like the the there was, like, a blinder thing that was supposed to raise up, and it didn't go all the way up, and he came, like, strutting out on stage and just blasted it and gave himself, like, a... T- he, like, had a stroke or something.
2: Yeah, I remember that, but I can't I don't. I don't know what the... I don't know the timeline of it. He had, like, a back concussion and a stroke. I I, I, I was... I didn't know, I because I, I knew that that was, He was... I think it might... I think that might have happened post-Rock of Love, honestly.
0: Yeah, because I knew he was... He had, like, surged, because Rock of Love has, like, caused him to uh, really... I'm so curious. I'm sorry. I can't get over this. I'm, I gotta dave down a second here. If, if, the <laughs> 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 that, that's what we're calling it from now on. But I love it. If he ended season one and he, cause I'm guessing it was to find someone to marry.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Yes. That is the conceit. It was to find someone to love, not to marry. They never say marry. It's interesting. I mean, you have to watch. He's the villain in his own story, He just collects them all like the fucking Infinity Stones. I'm not giving you any spoilers. He's got... Season three, he's like... I've never seen any of the girls who've won after the season's ended, so... (laughs)
0: There is a secret room in his mansion behind the fireplace, Oh, boy, we were talking about um okay, so anyhow, let's talk about this let's finish up about this comic. um, would you guys recommend it? you think it's cool yeah go
2: go to the library, get it out, man. It's really good
1: yeah get yeah, find it at a used comic store, go to the library get get this book read it, or buy, hey, buy it new. I don't know how
2: much how much how I don't know if you got it like that, but if you do, put it on the shelf. It's got good artwork.
0: Also, a thing to know, it, the uh, Hedge Knight, they've they done like an expanded novella, and it has a very nice hand-drawn little scenes, like storybook pictures, like mixed throughout. And it's pretty good. It
2: looks cool. I think there's there's three out right now. Is that right? Tales of Duncan Egg? Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't know. The Hedge Knight, The Soren Sword, The Mystery Knight. Oh. And there are planned installments after that but that last Mystery Night was in 2010. Oh, hell yeah. George R.R. R. Martin isn't known for his expedience.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's going to be the most shocking death in the Game of Thrones universe, George R.R. R. Martin.
2: He'll write three more of these, though, before he writes the next Game of Thrones. I'm
0: interested in checking out more of their adventures, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure.
0: Yeah,
2: the, the I, I Actually, I read the, the three novellas and the Sorn Sword... Sworn Sword has that's hard to say has a uh graphic novel as well
0: that's why i couldn't find it because it wasn't a part of that it was called something different
2: it's called the sworn sword that's why
0: Aha, uh-huh. there you go there you go see that's where you come to Neroplexy will get you funneled directly to that good good info
2: <laughs> yep ben ben avery wrote it again and uh th- that one's a uh, mike s miller again or is it i think what did i say same writer same artist Excellent.
0: So, if you like this one, there's more to go, and I'm going to check that out too. I think that'll just about do it for this mini episode. Please join us next time. Actually, we're not going to have some mini episodes. We're going to be off mini episodes for a while because.
1: Because of our curse. Oh, that's right. Spookier.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He almost made me say it.
1: He almost said it. Spooky or spooky season. He
0: almost said it. He almost said it. I'm sure I've said it before. It's time for Spooky or Spooky. The wolves are howling, baby. And you'll say it again. And and this month uh, is a v- special spooky season because we're doing October. <sighs> <laughs> we're only watching the eighth installments of popular horror franchises tune in each month we uh, go back and find the mini episode we tell you what they are we're not going to tell you now you have to go back and listen to that mini episode and see. or wait for the future I mean you can do that too but I'd rather you go back and listen to the episode
2: a couple times on a few different devices.
0: Like like yeah, if you've got like a if you've got like an iPad and you've got a cell phone and you've got like your children's iPads and their cell phones just VPN
2: or and a cousin, somebody that somebody who likes the things we like.
0: I mean, yeah. Tell somebody. Tell somebody who actually enjoys this kind of kind of chicanery, and uh, they'll probably enjoy us as well. Stay tuned for October. Um, hit us up with movies you'd like us to cover. What what? Mo- what's your horror movie that you'll defend uh, to the day you die? Send that to Dave over at Pod on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I'd love to know uh, your your weird horror fan- your ho- weird horror fandom. Uh, I'm super into Hellraiser. I'm so happy to be watching Hellworld. It's called Hellworld? Yeah, baby. (laughs) I've just recently found out the Suspiria has
2: two other installments. Whoa. So I'll have to check those out.
1: Hit me up with, uh, with your weird horrors at the face of Dave. Brave man. Shouting that into the voice. Put it in your
0: horrors bank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put it in your horror's bank. Uh Sam's at PGH underscore SVH. Uh you can hit me up, PGH underscore read. But join us next time for the first film in October. It will be Friday the thirteenth, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh. Jason takes Vancouver. Jason's on a boat. (laughs) On a boat. (laughs) (laughs) But until we meet again. Damn, we, we need to stop doing the jokes before we do the, the fucking joke. Well, you can, we can just cut that.
2: That's true. Until we meet again, we like to leave you with this thought to ponder
1: and then something flip it.
0: Okay, Well I'll just do it and then I'll, I'm sure I will do that and not just end the episode. But until we meet again, we leave you with this thought to ponder.
1: Let's shut her down and start her up. Start her down and shut her up.